to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are excited today to hang out with you and basically share an episode we recorded back in June. Yes, we recorded. Actually, I have like four or five of these I recorded over the last half year. And we're finally going to get these out over the next month. And I apologize to everyone who's taken so long because I know they're like excited to be on the show. And then, yeah, everything gets kind of delayed. Anyhow, Kayla Hertz from Educate Artistry as well as KK Artistry is going to be on our show today. And we're going to talk about pricing. Actually, this is probably, I think, the most important thing in our industry. I mean, there's a few other things up there, but definitely knowing how to price, how to charge correctly so that you're not playing games with people and that you're making sure you're making a profit. It's not just about doing great service. It's not great marketing. It's actually about pricing accurately so that you can have the profit margins you need. So if you want to scale, if you want to grow into a bigger salon or a bigger business, you need to have your pricing all worked out. And most people I talk to kind of just guess it. They're just like, well, I can charge this. There's better ways to do it, and there's better ways to approach it. So, you know, this episode's really good. I think you're going to get some great insights from Kayla. Other than that, guys, do I have any announcements? Well, I, let me think. Uh, yeah, let's say I have one. One. Why don't you guys become a LashCast Insider? Really, if you want discounts to LashCon, you want discounts to our webinars, to our class trainings and all that, you need to be a LashCast Insider. And how do you do that? Just go to our Instagram page, click on the link there in our bio, and you can become an insider, and you'll be on our email list. Pretty cool, guys. Get all this cool discounts. A lot of people paid a little extra for LashCon last year because they weren't on our email list, and so they wouldn't get those discount codes. Also, 2022 is going to be a crazy busy year. Right now, we have seven classes that we're hoping to plan for Tusty's Retention Course. We have seven webinars also planned about all sorts of things that will help you that you want to be part of, as well as LashCon. So there's a lot on our plate, a lot of opportunities, and you don't want to miss it. Actually, let me announce this real quick. Serious Business is coming up here in January, and and we're going to be at Serious Business, and Shelby from Lash Boss Radio is going to be there too, as hopefully other Lash artists will be. And we want to encourage you to think about going. Um, Lash Con, I'd say, should be your number one destination. That's my own selfish reasons. But if you happen to have some time off in January, you should look into the Serious Business. It's another conference, kind of like ours. It's mostly hairstylists, but the topics are all on business. And it's really a, the conference that we've kind of based Lash Con around, and it's just a great chance to come and meet other beauty professionals in the middle of January at a cool place like New Orleans and all that. So if you have a chance to go out there, I get nothing from this. I just think it's a good conference to go to. We've been going there for like six, seven years now, and it's a great boost right in the middle after the Christmas rush and all that. We get to get away for a few days, meet some cool people and have some fun and learn a lot. All right, guys, that's all I have for you here. As far as announcements go, I just kind of making this up as we go since I'm out of practice here but we are excited to sit down with kayla and talk about pricing so enjoy Here again in the Last Cast Studios at IBS 2021 in Las Vegas. Excited because today we have Kayla, one of our fellow podcasters, joining us from Educated Artistry. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited. This is actually like my first time being on someone else's podcast. Oh, really? So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're yeah. so honored. <laughs> I am so honored. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm oh. excited. Yeah, I know. Okay. Pro. No, it's great. You've been podcasting for about almost a year and a half, two years now? Almost two years yeah. because actually the first episode came out the day after LashCon ended. Oh, wow. Like the first That's episode right. released. Yeah. And, so and it's were, been almost two years. And you guys were so generous because you actually did an episode, I remember, on LashCon yeah. about your experiences there. Which we 
memorized. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was great. I'm so excited for this year. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. going to be so much I fun. I can't wait. It's just going to be such a blast. Yeah, we have so many cool things. And one of the things that's neat this year that's new is we're going to have a get-together with all the podcasters. Yeah. And we have, you know how I many we have? We have 18. Wow. 18 Lash and Beauty podcasts all coming together oh to my hang gosh. out. And, by the way, it's not just for podcasters. Like, oh, I'm not going to go to the podcaster meetup because it's... No, no. That's like, if you want to meet Kayla or you want to meet Liv Bay or you want to meet any of the podcasters... Actually, Liv Bay's not going to be there. Oh. The ones that can make <laughs> it. They can't make it. But that said, 18 different podcasts. You're welcome to come and hang out with us. Yeah. The goal is for us to hang out with our peeps and just have some fun and connect and all that. But anyhow, let's get into today. We were we were talking about what can we talk about? What we could talk about? And pricing was the first thing that came out of Kayla's mind. Very hot yeah. topic. Yeah. I think she's very qualified to talk about Thank this. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. So let's just get into like right now we're overall, what do you think is pricing an issue or is it just like uh, what, yeah like what's your biggest beef with pricing? Yeah, like what with people think right like what are I guess maybe the thought is like what are some of the common thoughts that people think about pricing? Well, one thing I think is that people think that they make more on volume lashes when they're actually making more on classic because of the way they price. Yeah. And so they take these courses and they're like, okay, I'm going to charge. You know, you see someone maybe charge five or $10 more, but they're adding like 15 or 30 minutes more time. Yeah. And they're actually losing money compared to classic lashes. So why are they losing money? Yeah. So it's because if you break it down hourly, for example, for me and I took it was Maven Artistry's Trina's course, mm-hmm. yeah. I think in 2018, and she was talking about pricing hourly. And I took my prices. I think I was charging like $75 for a classic fill one hour, 95 for an hour and a half of volume. And I'm oh, thinking, no. oh, that's $20. Like, Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. Good, I'm making uh-huh. more money. Yeah, uh-huh. and when I actually broke it down, so yeah, you know, the classic, I'm making $75 an hour at volume. When you divide that, I'm actually making $63 an hour. So I was losing like $12 an hour doing a service that required more training, takes more, more product, more skill, gets clients like more customization. And I was like, what? When you realized that, what what, what, what were your thoughts? I was just mad at myself because I, <laughs> volume's my best-selling service, right? And that's uh, what most of my, I think I only had like two or three clients that got classic lashes at the time. So I was like, oh, I'm losing so much money right. that's, yeah. that's potential there. So. And it's like the star of your menu. It's the thing that gets you the most excited. And you're like, what? I'm not making as much as I thought. You're it's working like, harder yeah. and, and not smarter. Yeah. <laughs> so then I pretty much revamped my menu like right then. And I charge hourly. I still have my like services set up, but then I just price everything out. Like if I'm booking out an hour and a half and my hourly rate is $70 and I'm charging 105. Yeah. I think another thing that's really nice about that, because you see this happen where people like uh, a client says, well, I need more. And if you, let's just say you have opening in your schedule, like, oh, I can fit you in for another half hour. And I go, how much more? Well, sadly, what a lot of people just go, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just do it. That's then, what that's- I did for years. Me I was too. just like, and I prided myself. It's like, it doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm going to give them the lashes that they want. Yeah. And when he came on, he's just like, wait a minute. You're spending like two hours and you're only charging them the- for an hour. For the hour. Like, why did you do that? He's like, well, I had the time. He's like, that's not the point. The point is that you just totally lowered your average. Your per hour. Yeah. And hourly- I'm like, what are you talking about? It sounds like, wah, 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 wah. Like, I had no idea what he was talking about. Actually, at one point, our salon was super busy. We had literally eight stylists working. We were doing incredible numbers, but our bottom line was horrible because we weren't charging high enough hourly. We were giving away too much time. There was no time standards. Like, we just let people do lashes for whatever time it took to get it down and realized, no, 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 you need time. You need to say, okay, this is how long my appointment is, and this is how much I charge. And if I go over because you want more time, I'm going to charge you now for more. That's it. And what's nice when you know you're hourly, this doesn't say you charge $60 an hour. 
if they want a half hour, you just go, okay, it's 30 bucks. You don't have to do the math. You just sit there and go, well, what's half an hour, an hour? Yeah, I mean, it's really easy to figure that out versus sometimes you see people either do it for free or they're just guessing. Yeah. Oh, give they're me like, 15 bucks. Yeah, five bucks, 15 bucks, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. And here's the thing, it makes the boundaries really simple because now they're on the hook for the design or the time that they want. I used to get mad if somebody said, well, can I just have a, just can I have a little bit more? And I, I would be like, well, because I had to eat that. Like, it, you know, I'd be kind of irritated, but now it's just a boundary. It's, well, it's $30 more, you know, for the, or whatever, whatever it is. And they're like, oh, I mean, there are some people that want to just get something for free, but most people, when you just put the price out there, they're like, yeah, I'll take it. If, yeah. yeah. No, and so, like, that's what I do. If somebody comes in and maybe they went a long time or they didn't take very good care of their lashes and they had like not as good of retention, and if I, if I have time afterwards, I'll offer it and I'll just say like, hey, I can do what I can in the hour and a half or I do have an extra half hour and we can add on this amount of money. And if, if you want, that way it's a choice for them. Usually they're going to be like, okay, because they want to come in and they yeah. want their lashes to be perfect They'll when pay they leave. For it. They're going to pay for it. But people are scared to just say the mm-hmm. price. Mm-hmm. So, And no one yeah. else is that, that way. No one else is like that in any industry. It's like, you think a lawyer is going to be like, Oh, uh, sure, I'll throw a half hour in for free. No, he's like, no. you're paying for you're that. You're paying for that half hour, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Every email, every little yeah. thing they yeah. charge. Yeah, they charge. Even here, like at the show, it's like they charge for the carpet. They charge for the electricity. They charge for the trash can. And yeah. it's like, you know, they charge for somebody to bring the stuff to you. That's just what the cost of doing business is. Yeah, that's just life. And if you've curated the right clients, I mean, if you curate the Kmart client, you may have more troubles. But if you curate a little, at least mid-level or hiring client, they're not going to complain. They know they have to pay more for, for extra time or extra services. No one's expecting that. Okay, Kayla, tell me some other things that bug you with, with people's ideas about pricing. I think people get their whole idea of like not even wanting to do price raises too. Like oh. I think that like I, I do training as well. And so there'll be girls, they'll be like, yeah, I've been doing lashes for like three years. I've never raised my prices. And I'm like, what? what? You know, I'm like, yeah. what? Like, have your expenses gone up? Have you taken classes? They're like, yeah, 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 I just feel so bad. I feel bad. You know, and I hear that so often. And that's another thing where it goes back to, like, treating it as a business. And when you kind of know your numbers and you just know your hourly rates or whatever, then you kind of can take a little bit of the emotion out of it and just make it more of, like, a business yeah. transaction. But still have good customer service and still treat them well. But the money part is just business. Very clear. I think where lash artists get confused or hung up on this is that because we are seeing these people on a very regular basis and they actually become like our friends. We talk to them um, about very personal things. They share their hearts with us. But here's the thing. Like when I heard it said to me one time that a friend wouldn't expect a friend to work for free. If anything, if I hired a friend to do something, I want to pay them more. Right. Like I really want to take care of them. Right. I'm not looking for a freebie because I want my friend to succeed. So then I had to break it apart. I'm like, are they really my friends? It looks like friends. It feels like friends, but it's a business transaction. And if you stop doing lashes, they would they still hang out with you? They're not coming (laughs) to me for my friendship. That's just a bonus. They're coming to me for the lashes. And it's a fiduciary relationship they're expecting. So it's like you have to have those boundaries. Another one is that sometimes people... They have weird things of thoughts about their competition about pricing. Can you talk about some of the ideas, weird things that people have? That's another thing that comes up in training all the time. They'll be like, well, because my competitor is charging this much, so I need to price the same or a little bit less than them. To be attractive or something. Yeah, yeah, to get clients and to be in competition. And I, I was the first one in Vancouver, I believe. 
I'm pretty sure, to make my fills over $100. Good for you. Thank you. High yeah. five. Thank you. All right. And I was scared. I was so scared to do it. And I was, but I was like, you know what? Like, I can't go. Cause it was like, well, this person charges this, this person charges this. And I was kind of like looking around and stuff. And then I was like, no, no, I've done my numbers. Like, I know this is what I want to make. I know this is how many hours I want to work. And I just did it. Nobody left. Yeah. You know, See, isn't that the beautiful thing? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you cultivating the people that you want, the ones that are willing to pay a higher price. Yeah. We raised our prices back in 2015 or 16, I think it was. We raised them four times in two years. Oh, wow. We were so under. We were so underpriced, we realized. So we decided to just kind of do over a period of time, not just do one big jump. And we lost, we figured over that time, we lost maybe 5%. And that 5% were the worst clients, by the way. I'm sure. The ones that no-show, the ones that cancels, the ones that complain about everything. And we were like, wow, we're just getting rid of the bad clients by raising our prices naturally. It just seemed to be a great way to weed out some of the more undesirables. (laughs) 100%. And I think, too, when people are looking at their competition, they're like, you know, maybe the person that charges $70 for a fill or whatever, you don't know what their expenses are, too. And then if you don't even know if they're profitable or maybe they are making a profit, but your expenses are way higher because you have a big salon to run or whatever it is. Then it's like you can't base off of everybody else because we all or your personal expenses, too. Maybe you have a house. Maybe they still live at home and they don't have like a mortgage or anything. So they can they're still making good money because they're taking home a lot of it. You know, so it's just all of that, too. And just I just hope that everybody starts just like looking at their own business and trying not. It's so hard. And I think in the beauty industry and as like women, too, we just always look at what everyone else is doing. (laughs) And we don't want to like I know we compare ourselves. So, yeah. Hopefully that if we just like kind of just make it more about the numbers, about the business and take out that little bit of that emotion, then we can just yeah. rock and, it. And treat it like a business and it doesn't have to be emotional. I mean, with, I know you, you teach it, you have a class. I know we also have taught pricing and I'm like, it's not an emotional decision. It's really this simple math and you just calculate your costs. You calculate what you're charging per hour and then you bump it up. So you're making more per hour than you are costing you per hour. It's really simple and it's not emotional. And you just focus on the numbers and the numbers will dictate what you do. And obviously, if you're successful and you're busy, good news is you can always raise your prices. I mean, I know when we were with Strategies, a coaching company, they, they said once a year. You just raise your prices once a year. That's just normal. Even now, I've been getting so many emails from like doggy daycare place, my virtual assistant. It's all coming up. I feel like July 1st is a very common. I yep. don't know what it is. I've been getting a ton of emails where it's like, we're raising, we're raising, raising. It's like, okay, like. You yeah, know, everybody like, does it. When you yeah. get that email, you're like, oh, you know, you're not going to be like, I, yeah, I can't believe that. I mean, that's what we're fearing, that people will be the like, story we make that. up in our head yeah. that's not real. No one, you And know. you don't need to make a big deal about it. You just say my prices are going up. It's not like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I have to, you know. But what happens is a lot of times the clients will say to you, I can't believe you're doing this because we've been so loyal to you. Yeah. How do you handle it? I don't know if you've had that where a client say, I've been but loyal to you. I've been so loyal Can't to I you, have Kira? A, a VIP or loyalty Doesn't that discount? mean anything to you? I'm trying to, like, I haven't had anybody say, I, I actually had one client she, that follows me on my business Instagram, and I'd made a, a comment or something about pricing raises, and she's like, well, just remember who brought you cookies today. Because she, oh, like, really? brought me cookies, and I'm just like, I think I just, like, laughed at it or something, because I was like, what? But that's the only time really something's ever happened, and... 
I don't know. I just think it's the way you talk to most clients. Anytime clients haven't really said anything, they're okay. just yeah. yeah. Well, you've for been me, fortunate. I know that. Yeah. I hear we've, that we've had it, and, and what we yeah. say is thank you so much for helping me and being along, um, being along oh, with yes, me yeah. along this journey. These are the prices that I have to charge in order to deliver you the service that you've become accustomed to. Um, and they'll be like, well, I think I might have to leave. And I said, you know, I completely understand. I'm always here. You know, at, at one time we did have a training program. And I said, well, we do have training. Uh, you know, uh, one of the you can try one of the people that is, is learning, you know, that we're training. Yeah. Would you like to be on that list? You know, usually it was just a show and they were just testing the waters and they would still stay in the books. Right. Yeah. There were a couple of people that it was a budgetary issue, but they would go on and, and they would sign up for the models, you know, to yeah. be or to be the the junior. Actually, we had a large group, about twenty women, that became our models. So whether we were training staff or had in our training uh, client or new pe- last artists, yeah, we would just call them. Hey, we're training. Do you want to come in for a really like, cheap yeah. price? And they're like, Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think always just like letting them go with grace too, and like being as helpful as you can. Like yeah. whenever I do raise my prices, I guess there was one a couple years ago where. I did come up with like a list of like four artists that I think would be a good fit for them too. That would still give them like really good quality lashes and stuff and just being helpful in that yes, way. So they absolutely. don't feel, and I just kind of had that if they brought it to my attention of like, Oh, I don't think I can afford this anymore. And you know, I'm like, okay, well there are these lists of great artists. You could check them out. If you yeah. have any questions, just being helpful because then like you don't, if you were to like, okay, bye and not say anything to yeah. them and be kind of rude. And maybe they didn't have a good experience where they usually would have came back to you. They're not going to now because no. they feel bad. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Don't take it personally. It's a business decision for them too, right? Yeah. And I think for us, we had a saying, they always come back because so many people would go, well, I'm going to try someone they'll else. They'll try somebody else. They won't be happy. And they'll come back to you and they'll say, Kayla, it was not worth it to pay less. Yeah. Yep. You know, so... In fact, we just were with Allie and Alex talking about how she cheated on Allie once. I was just listening to that episode <laughs> the other day. I was going to bring that up, too, because I was thinking about that. Yeah. It doesn't even have, like, it, sometimes it's not even about the lash work. It's about the comfort of the bed. Um, oh, if yeah. you're not running late all the time, if you're yeah. not acting rushed, if you're not answering your phone throughout the service, it's those little things that clients really like, too. That It's worth it to come in and to, if, to be quiet and, you know, there's no dogs running around or, kid, you <laughs> yeah. know, because... Sometimes that's like the the setup, and for some people it works great, and they don't mind. Other clients are like, "No, I want to come in. This is like my time to relax. It'd be quiet. Yeah. Put in my headphones and be all snuggled up." And in fact, we just come back for that. Had a client start coming to see Tustin because she said, "I just got tired of my stylist being on her phone the whole time, taking calls, like and- taking calls, texting people back, responding." It's like I'm here. I'm paying for this, and you're seeming more caring about everyone else out there. Trying to make sure you book, I guess, your books or talk to your parents. I don't know. I mean, she's not explaining what she's doing. And I don't think clients or staff or I think sometimes last year we get so caught up in our world, we don't realize that we're here to serve when you're in the room. I mean, I know it's not one of their topic now, but. Yeah. I, it's kind of like so- the same thing about music. This is just a little side note, diversion. It's like you listen to the music. You put the music on that's best for the client's experience, not for you, right? Yeah. Unless that's your vibe that you're going for and it's all about you being the celebrity and you having your needs met during their service. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's your shtick, that's fine too. But you'll it's find like, your tribe. Yeah, but it's about what the client wants, what you're trying to cultivate for the client. But another thing that I want to talk about was like little amenities and stuff for the service. You know, we've had people tell us, you know, I can't do the water or I can't do, you know, the expensive stuff that you guys are doing. And we're like, yes, you can. You just incorporate it into the price of your services. You want to yeah. talk about that at all? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You looked at me and then... <laughs> well, I don't know. Do we want to talk? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. How, you know, let's say you wanted to give away, like, a cleanser or something like yeah. that with your service. How would you do that? How would you incorporate that into... Or do you do anything it? like that? I do that, yeah. yeah. I, I give everybody, like, an aftercare kit, which I know Allie was saying in your guys' podcast. Yeah. She did that, too. And, yeah, the client's like, oh, my gosh. And I'll put in, like, um, a full-size cleanser, cleansing brush, some mascara wands. I make little aftercare cards that, like all the rules and everything and I throw some business cards in there and I usually throw like some lollipops and some oh, mints like little things like yeah, that just goodies. kind of like and then if it's seasonal maybe I'll like put in something that's more seasonal you know and just like make it cute and yeah. give it to them and I yeah I break that down of how much that cost me and I price that into my full set so they're just getting I'm like here you go and they're yeah. you know that they're paying for it there you go and then you don't have to question or like oh are they washing their lashes you know that, that you have stuff. given them everything for success exactly yeah. Yes. And I think that's the way to go. And that way, whenever you come up with a creative idea, um, I think maybe once a year, I really do think people, once a year you should raise your prices. Just think, plan on it. Everyone else on the planet does, by the way. You're not going to be weird. And you don't have to go crazy, like double your prices. You know, say you're charging 80, go up to 90. Yeah. There's a real way to do that. And I'm, I'm, I can't explain this short period of time. Yeah. where you really can do the math and you can say, you know what, I'm going to make sure I make enough. But let's just say you're a beginner and you don't want to go through all that. Or we'll talk about this later. Take Kayla's class. And you can learn about how to do it better. But still plan on doing it every year, but make sure that your costs are not outperforming, your expenses aren't outperforming with your income. And if you can calculate that and figure that out. In fact, let's just ask that. Do you teach that in your course? Yeah. So it starts out with like calculating what your minimum costs are for your business okay. and your personal. And I have them like do it separately because I believe that if you're going to open your business and obviously we're not like, oh, I'm going to take like all these, I need this much money for vacation or whatever. But I think you should have money in your budget of like, I need to save this much, especially after 2020 pandemic, yeah. an emergency fund, I think is like vital Yeah. and calculating that into as well. Yeah. So getting your minimum cost for all, both those things, adding them together. And then what I have people do is divide that number by however many hours they have for sale. Okay. So if you work 40 hours a week, and that's just for lash clients. And that's actually doing clients, not Instagram, no. not paying your bills, not doing whatever And else. I talk about that too, because I'm like, a lot of people say like, oh, I'm, I'm going to work 40 hours. But I'm like, that's just clients. You're going to be like 50 or 60 hours by the time you yeah. are. You do yeah. everything else. So then you be, so you know, it's like, usually I'm like, go around the 30 hours. That way you have some room, you know, yeah. to, a little margin. to play with. Yeah. And then figure out what your minimum hourly rate, what the least amount you have to charge to pay all your expenses. Just to break even, basically. Break even. Yeah. And, but that also means you have to be 100% booked out of your available hours. Yeah. Um, unless you're lowering it and you're giving a little bit of a margin. And then going into what they want their goal income to be. So then I have them start thinking of like future plans, what they want their goal income to be. Maybe their new available hours, or maybe they don't want to work 30 hours. They want to work 20 hours in five years or, you know, whatever it is. And then figuring out how much they need to charge to get to that max, that goal income. And then even if it's not for five years, they can break it down for how much they need to price raise every year, every six months in order to get to that point. And it might become faster or slower. Usually it's faster because you book up. If you're booked up, you can bump your, your prices up. You wait till you're booked, fully booked, but you don't just raise it arbitrarily. Like, I'm only 30% booked, and I'm going to raise my prices. Right. Yeah, that's oh, how no. you go out business. That's right. Because right. yeah. Yeah. you have too many hours to sell. You're not You're not at that place right. yet. Yeah. That's a negative effect in your company. We always say you want to be about 80 to 90% booked, and then, yeah, then you can start looking. And I, we always say wait about three months. You want to have at least a little consistency because you're yeah. like, December was amazing. I was fully booked. I'm raising my prices. And they're like, wait, January just died. Okay, yeah. Bad, bad like everyone just yeah. needed lashes for Christmas and yeah. now they're done. Now you want to see it as this, your routine. Like people just love you or coming every month. Then you raise your prices. 
Now, when we raise our prices, we didn't, uh, well, I'll share how we do. How do you go about raising your prices? So usually the first thing I do is I send out like a, a nice email and kind of okay. like how you were saying before of describing to them if there's anything that's changed, any new little perks you have that you're adding or anything like that, giving them the date. And then I will talk to them all in person too. So anytime they come in, I'm like, hey, were you able to get, did you get see my email? If they say yes, I'll say, hey, did you have any questions or concerns or anything? And just open up the conversation. Yeah. And then if they have questions and stuff, just like explaining it to them and just talking to them and being like a person. and Just to make sure that yeah. they understand it. It's like, so you don't just like drop that email yeah. and, and then charge them. And they're like, hey, what what's going on? Because not everyone reads email, by the way. <laughs> no, they, they don't. So I always do the email before I've sent out like a text too. But I'm really, I was really trying now to like this past year to move away from texting clients. But that was my first price raise. I did that too. Oh, by the way, just to sign up, what that's interesting because I feel like so many people are moving to texting. What was it that made you think, okay, I'm going to try to get Well, I don't texting. mind texting, but I was texting on my personal number. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. No, no, no. So that's... I want to move to texting on uh, my business, yeah. the business number, just because then it gets to be a lot. But I do, I still have some clients, but still like training them to like, hey, this is the number yeah. to text if you have questions. That's a call a boundary, by the way. It's a boundary. Yes. But I usually, I have pretty strong boundaries with the times I'll respond. Like if they text me at 11 p.m., I'm not responding till 9 a.m. Monday yeah. morning. Yeah. So they're usually very good. Yeah. I think talking to them in person is the biggest thing, too. It, yeah, because you have that connection and it sticks better. And they yeah. can see you care. That, I mean, that's their chance to throw a fit. They 99% of the time, they don't. I don't know about you. Do you, do you get any clients at that time? Like, I can't believe you're doing this to me or anything like that. Or I feel like I've been really lucky. Most people like don't say too much yeah. or they'll be like, they'll leave. But it, it's always been a good experience of them, you know, departing and going somewhere else. So I think they just should let people know that we make up these stories, these fears in yeah. our mind. We have these like, ideas so like afraid. half of them are going to be out bad. with pitchforks and torches outside my house ready to burn down my business because I raised my prices. And it just doesn't happen. It's just so unusual. I mean, we, we, back in the days when we had, we were seeing six, 800 people in our salon a month. I think we have two or three, like of that many people that would throw a fit. Wow. I mean, that's nothing. That's yeah. Nothing. Two or three out of uh, like 700 people. And you're right. They're probably the ones where you're like, we would love if yes. you went somewhere else. I wish else. you left. I, I you wish luck. you left. Uh, yeah. yeah. I will sometimes send out the email in like those next couple of weeks, I'll bring in little treats or something too. Yeah. And it's like not to, I don't know, just to be like, a little perk. It is a too. little perk. You know, yes. I'll bring in, like, I'll get cookies. Or we just had, like, a crumble cookie open close by. So everybody loves those. So, like, get those and stuff. And clients just love those little perks, too. And I try to do that once a month on a random day or random week, too. And it yeah. just, like, I don't know. I feel like it elevates the experience. And clients get really excited. They're like, oh, I came in on a cookie day. Like, wow. There you go. So that's what you should have said to your client that said, I brought you cookies. You're like, well, right. now we're even because yeah, I brought, I you, brought cookies. you cookies. <laughs> I don't think she's came in on a day that I'm going to make sure that the next yeah, time I bring yeah. a cookie, she's in actually. Well, that's <laughs> yes, very funny. Even girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Who's here's bring... your cookie back. Who's yeah. <laughs> bringing the cookies now? Uh, yeah, one of the things we did that a lot of people didn't do is we raised our prices during COVID, and which was a lot of people didn't. But it's interesting when I heard back from a lot of last artists, at least initially, like, no, I should have never discounted. They discounted to get people back in. But and it's when like, they, why? Oh, because you're increasing your prices. You have more time that you need to sanitize between things. You know, more disposable. Everything costs, costs. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a half hour break in between every client now, where it used to be 15 minutes because we want to make sure we have enough time so people didn't cross paths. Yep. And all that type of stuff. And so we charged more, and yeah. no one, no one got mad. Everyone was like, "Yeah." And then I talked to a few other very well-known people, and they're like, 
I, I discounted. It was the worst decision. I should have not done that. Because, because they, we had a people, line. People were lined up. Yeah. People were paying half price to get in for a new set. And yeah. I had more people than I could book. Yeah. I raised my prices, too, during oh, that time. Yeah. High five. Thanks. Yeah. All right. I did. Because I had to add more time, more disposables. Um, and something that I did that if this, hopefully something like this does not happen again. But yeah. instead of. I just got, I made everybody little goodie bags, too, oh. that came back. All the full sets that came back, like, within that first month, they all had little goodie bags. It was, like, an aftercare kit again, but it was, like, yeah, just better, a you know? welcome I put a little back. candle yeah. in there, little eye yeah. mask. I couldn't even remember what else. It was just, like, a self-care aftercare kit that came with it, and that was just, like, my little thank you so much for coming back. It did cost me a little bit more to buy, but it didn't, but with what I raised my prices to, it just kind of evened out to you, and I wanted to show my appreciation for them coming back to me after being closed yeah. for, like, four months or whatever it was, so. Oh, I yeah. want to yeah. be your client. <laughs> it sounds no. like you put so much care in it. Well, I was like, I cannot discount prices. I was yeah. just like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Four months of money? Like, no. no, come on, guys. And we had clients that understood that, too. They knew yeah. that. In fact, we had a couple, not many, but we had a couple actually sent us money while we were closed. Like, this is how much no. I'd normally send you anyway, so here you go. And we're like, what? Yeah. I know. I had some that did that, too, and they did it, I, you know, they did it the first month, and I was like, that's so sweet, but they kept doing it. I had oh, two wow. that did it the three or four months that's and I'm so like, cool. that is crazy. So but they're like, I'm not losing money. This is why I would pay you the same thing. And I'm just like, wow. that is really that cool. Is, there are some That's nice special. people yeah. out it's there. Definitely finding your right tribe. That is that. <laughs> you, got your, yeah. you got the right people. Yeah. This whole thing with price raising, hopefully for people listening, it, it, it will take some of the fear. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of people let fear um, control their life. All the decisions are based upon fear. And you just can't let that. Business is actually very non-emotional. I mean, you can make it emotional, but if you really get down to it, it's just numbers and it's about you making the profit and about you taking care of your business and take care of others. And you can't do that if you're losing money, you're, you're going to be out of business. And you're not, I mean, that just takes you all into like lash burnout. You yeah. don't feel good. You don't want to work anymore. You get bitter, goes, right? Yeah, you get better with your clients, your back hurts, you're not, and getting injured too, yeah. like physically. It just goes, it all plays a big part. And if you're priced right... You're not working crazy hours. You have good boundaries. You're going to have a good longevity career. Yes. And, and not make good angry. money. Yeah, yeah. Not be like angry. Yeah, not be angry. So, and I've done it so many times where I've gone through a burnout, you know, and every time it's like, it's always over, booking over my available hours, skipping breaks, and those are the main things, really. Yeah. Those two things are the big ones. Not and then going to the bathroom, like, not eating. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but we all push ourselves, you know, until you finally get to the point where you're like, enough, I can't stand it. Yeah. No, I mean, Tess, is, we, I've seen her at that, that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So just keep raising your prices once you're, when you're busy, and, you know, you'll keep the books of being too busy that way and, and all that. But, hey, let's hear about where people can find out about your class so they can learn yeah. more about this. My class is on, if you go to KK Artistry on Instagram, it's just the link in the bio. It's called the Pricing Hourly and with Intention course. And I just want to clarify, um, it's K, letter K? KK, okay. yeah. KK, great. My middle name's K, so it's clever, you know, K. Oh, yeah. K. Okay. KK. <laughs> yeah. Do people call you KK? Uh, my family, yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> So it's under there, yeah, pricing hourly and with attention. It's all online. There's a downloadable workbook. And the nice thing about the workbook, too, is you can continue. You can use it every time you want a price raise okay. to reevaluate, like, your budget your, or your expenses, business and personal, and your available hours for sale. You can, like, use it every single time. So, right. yeah. How long do you think it takes a person to go through your course? I think if they have all of their bank statements and they know their expenses, you could really get it done in a couple days if you really want to, like, sit down and do it. Yeah. I mean, you could probably do it in a day if you really knew what all your expenses were. But you have to do a little research. You'll to have do to do it. a little bit of research because I also put in, like, what, how much your 
estimate for how much you spend like to go out to eat and stuff like that, your fun money. So I tell people to go and like highlight stuff and just make an average. So you might take a little bit of time to find all those numbers, yeah. but usually I would say a couple days, but yeah. I think it just depends. Sometimes numbers and math really freak people out. Yeah. And like looking actually at their expenses and where their money is going really freaks people out. So some, it could take a little bit longer for someone who just needs extra time. Yeah. <laughs> they might need some trauma coaching. Like, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't realize I wasn't charging enough. Right. Or I, did, I didn't want to know that I spent that much at uh-huh. wherever. Yeah. I, I think the big thing is people not understanding that they're not making money on, like you said, volume as much as they thought they were. Yeah. I think that's the big wake up call. And hopefully if you take this course, guys, you'll see that you'll learn a little bit more about what your numbers should be. And then you'll all be a little more profitable. And I'm sure it pays for itself because of that alone, just being able to figure out how to raise your prices can be huge. Yes. So. And if you haven't checked it out, I'm sure most of you have, you got to check out the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Educated Artistry. And where can people find you on Instagram and all that? Yeah. So KK Artistry is like my personal business page. Educated Artistry is the podcast. It's been a little stagnant for the past couple months, but with this show, there'll be new episodes and I have some episodes pre-recorded. So it's just, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot lot of work. work. (laughs) And I I love doing it. But, you know, when Taylor was with me, we were able to split the workload. And so now it's just learning how to, like, do it all by myself. And just, it's a lot. So I I love doing it. I just want to give a shout out to you. We listened to you guys from the beginning. And I know you had transition and everything. But you've always given good content. Oh, thank you. You guys do your homework. And, and, and you now bring it's you, something but of value. I always felt now like I have more homework. Value. Yeah, you have yeah, more homework no, to do, good. but I felt like you're actually saying things that need to be yeah, said and cool. heard. And, it's, and you're it's carrying good, the torch and you're creating yeah. a new path for yourself. And I'm so proud of you. Thank yeah. you so much. So yeah. I, thanks for being on our show. Yeah, thank you guys. That's it, guys. That's a wrap. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with us. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Lash Conference, otherwise known as LashCon. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Puppy, Tustany, as well as our special guest, Kayla, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.